When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Tonight, I want to talk about what it takes to keep a relationship together. So many people struggle trying to figure out how do you keep a relationship together? Maybe you're battling with your partner or you feel like your partner is not giving you as much attention as they used to give you. And you're just wondering, you know, what do, what do I need to do here? I feel like I'm doing everything. See, here's the thing when it comes to relationships. Relationships, okay, need more than just a sexual connection. There has to be more to keep it together than just, you know, getting along with somebody. A relationship is more than just, you know, having a good time with somebody and getting along with somebody. There's got to be something that keeps the two people wanting to stay together. See, a lot, of, a lot of problems are when one person is trying harder than the other person to keep it together. And that person that's trying to keep it together is lowering their boundaries. In other words, they're letting their partner do things that they don't like or they don't disagree with, but they're not about to rock the boat because they don't want to lose that person. So they're lowering their standards, they're lowering the boundaries in order to keep that relationship. Because in a lot of cases, people like that are very codependent. They would rather deal in a relationship that doesn't completely fulfill them than to break it off and be alone and try to find somebody else that does fulfill them. There's some people that just can't be alone, okay? Sometimes they can't be alone for other reasons. It could be financial. Uh, it could be because there's kids involved and it gets very sticky if they separate. Or it could just be that that person has very low self-worth and they feel that they can't find anybody else. Subconsciously, they think they can't find anybody else that's better, okay? So they say to themselves, well, you know, everybody's got, everybody's got something. Nobody's perfect, all right? They make these, this excuse and say, well, nobody's perfect, so I'll just put up with it. I'll just put up with that person that, you know, disappears on me for three days and doesn't have a, a reason for disappearing. They're just saying, you know, they needed time to themselves or something like that, okay? I had a good friend of mine years ago who was divorced, 
very good looking girl. I mean, very sexy girl. She was married to a guy and she she ended up getting divorced from him. He was a big time cheater. And I remember her saying to me, this was like years ago. All right. And she said to me, it's so hard to keep that spark going. It is just so hard when you're in a relationship to keep that spark going. Now, in her case, the problem was not necessarily her. The problem was that she was dealing with a guy that had the mentality that it's okay to cheat. All his friends were cheaters. This is the way he was brought up, you know, you know, he felt like he was a man's man. And, you know, in order to be a man, you know, you're entitled to cheat. You know, that's part of being a man. So it wasn't so much about, you know, trying to hold it together for the spark. It was just about the fact that she picked the wrong person. She got involved with somebody that if she was going to stay in that relationship, she would have to put up with that kind of behavior. And, you know, well, it turns out he ended up leaving her, actually, and he ended up having a girlfriend. But the point I'm trying to make is this. It's like anybody could be in a relationship if you really want to be in a relationship. It's just a matter of how much you want to put up with. How much do you want to take? If you're somebody who's got a lot of self-worth and is not going to tolerate somebody breaking your boundaries, you're not going to put up with somebody, you know, uh, not being respectful of you in the relationship. But if you're someone that's so codependent on the relationship, you're going to try to keep it going. You're going to try to keep it going. And a lot of times these people that try to keep it going, they get screwed over in the end. That's the irony of it all, because they think they're doing everything right to keep that person. And what happens sometimes is that that person starts to lose respect for them. And you guys know what I always say, a person's got to respect you, right? If they don't respect you, there can't be love there. So here you are, a person that's trying to keep the glue together and you're lowering your boundaries and you're letting that your partner get away with a lot. And you know what's happening? Your partner is losing respect for you and your value is going down. And sometimes people could do that to try to keep a relationship going and they end up getting discarded because their partner starts to realize that, you know what, I'm tired of you. You know, you're desperate. You're hanging on. You know, you have no self-worth. And they end up meeting somebody else and leaving them. This happens a lot, you guys. This is why I tell you all the time. You have to have your own self-worth. You have to love yourself first because you don't know what can happen down the road. So the thing is this, how do you keep that spark going? You keep that spark going when you have a glue together with that other person. There's something there that keeps you guys aligned. Now, in order to keep you aligned with that other person, that other person has to have a level of maturity to be able to Know what it is to be in a relationship because relationships take sacrifice. 
You know, you can't be selfish and be in a relationship. I mean, you people can, but there, you know, if you're a selfish person in a relationship, if you're with somebody that's not going to put up with it, you're going to be fighting all the time or eventually you're going to break up. You have to be able to, you know, work with the other person and you have to have something there. You have to have common connections and it's more than just sex. Sex will not keep you together in a relationship. Sex you can get anywhere. So you, when you're trying to find somebody and you're trying to say to yourself, what, you know, how do you keep the spark going? Well, let me just say this. In a healthy relationship, a spark is not going to be there 24-7. This is not Romeo and Juliet. This is real life. Real life, you guys. And, you know, if you don't believe me, go talk to people that have been married many years and they will tell you that, you know, it, it's more of, you know, a companionship, a partnership. Um, there's a bond there that they work together for a common goal. They grow together as one. Okay. That's when you have quote unquote, a healthy relationship. You're growing together as one. You have a common goal. You have common beliefs. You have common things that you want out of life. Then when you're working with somebody like that, you can keep it going because you're on the same page. Now, when people talk about keeping the spark going, you're not going to have a spark with somebody if you're fighting with them all the time. You're not going to have a spark with somebody who is toxic and who's going to criticize you and put you down or be narcissistic and flip the blame on you and blame you for everything. Are you really going to want to get in bed and, and have you know great sex with somebody who puts you down all the time? No. No, people like people that are in those kind of toxic relationships, they have highs and lows, highs and lows. They have times where they have great times with that person. And then they have a lot of times where they're fighting with that person. Okay. And it depends on what they're fighting about and the level of toxicity between the two people. But the, the most important thing you guys is knowing who you're working with. Know what kind of character that person has. Is this somebody that you can work with and you could keep a, a healthy relationship going? You also have to realize, you know, you have to be realistic in life, in your expectations of what you expect out of a relationship. So many people have distorted expectations of what a relationship should be. Some people are still living in a romantic novel. They're thinking like, you know, oh, you get married and there's a white picket fence and we have children and, oh, uh, you know, we're in love with each other every day and everything's hunky-dory. No, you're going you're gonna to hit a lot of bumps along the road. But the point is, how well are you guys able to problem solve together? How well are you able to communicate with that person? If you get involved with somebody, one of the most important things is being able to communicate with that person and, and making sure that you have somebody that can communicate with you, that you're not dealing with somebody who's passive aggressive, who can't 
you know, be vulnerable, who can't express their feelings, who can't be transparent, because then you're always going to live in a state of confusion. Then you're never going to know exactly how that person feels. I had a friend who was married to somebody like that, you know, she was married to a guy who was passive aggressive. This guy, he was not a yeller and screamer, but he was the type of guy that when he got irritated, he would just yes her to death. And then, you know, he would pay her back later on with a face on, you know, at a family party or, you know, he'd pay her back in other ways and pick on other things because he was not a communicator. So there was always this level of what's wrong? Are you okay? What's wrong? And you sit you sit there and you're trying to figure out your partner all the time. You know, you shouldn't have to sit there and need a crystal ball to figure out what's going on in your partner. So find somebody that, you know, isn't afraid to open up. And when somebody really cares about you and really has love for you, they are going to want to open up, okay? You know, it's these people that really aren't in it for the right reasons that don't want to open up, okay? They're not looking to uh, make you happy. They may like you and enjoy you and enjoy your company, but you know, they're not overly concerned about how happy you are all the time. That's a good way to see whether somebody really cares about you or somebody's just there. Somebody who really cares about you is going to be concerned about your feelings. They're not going to want to see you upset. They're they're going to, you know, want to see you happy because they love you. They want to see you happy. Somebody that loves you wants to see you happy, okay? They don't want to see you sad or upset. So, you know, that's a good indicator of knowing whether you're dealing with somebody who who truly cares about you. So what really keeps a couple together besides the fact that you could have um, a situation where one person is lowering their boundaries in order to keep the relationship together? What will keep a relationship together? What could keep a relationship together is when two people are willing to sacrifice for each other and for the relationship. So if you're in a relationship with somebody, you have to ask yourself and you have to look at yourself and say to yourself, do I sacrifice for this person? Do I go out of my way or do something that I normally don't want to do for that person? In other words, maybe, you know, going and doing something on the weekend that they like to do that maybe you're not into, you know, going and to a show you might not want to go to, but they're into car shows or something like that, but you're willing to do that. And that person's willing to make the same sacrifice for you, okay? You know, it's got to be both ways. And what happens is a lot of people get involved with somebody who's very selfish and doesn't want to sacrifice. And that's where you come into these toxic relationships where people are fighting. Because one person's very angry. They're saying to themselves, you know what, I'm doing everything here. I'm I'm going beyond to try to make you happy and I'm not getting the same kind of, you know, respect back. You're not you're not bending for me. You're not going out of your way for me. 
So that's where communication comes into the mix. And that's where you have to express to your partner, you know, what you expect. You have to let them know, what do you expect from them? What do you expect from them in the relationship? And that person has to be willing to hear what you have to say and not have a problem with with those kind of demands. See, but what happens is a lot of people will express it to their partner and their partner will just sit there, right? They just sit there and they listen and they'll say, okay, okay. But they're really not, you know, they're not taking it seriously. And so this person feels like they're constantly repeating themselves. They're constantly, constantly asking them to do something for them or to help out, let's say, around the house or to do something like that. And this person is not, you know, not going along with the program, okay? So when I talk about, you know, what keeps a relationship together, you have to look at the original reason you got together with the person that you're with. What was the original reason you got with them? Was it just because you were physically attracted or was there something else there? Was there something else there that brought you two together? Did you work in the same industry? Did you meet through family? See what I mean? There was a common bond there that people met. Did you want the same things at the time that you met? Maybe you both were ready to have a family, okay? This is what I mean. Like one of my friends, she was ready to settle down and get married, and she met somebody who was also ready to, to settle down as well, okay? They they met at the right time and they had a common interest of what they wanted, you know, out of life. This is all part of how you keep a relationship together. You've got to want the same things out of life. So this is where a lot of people knock heads in relationships. They don't want the same things out of life. This is why a lot of women struggle with the wrong men that they pick. Because they pick guys that are not looking to settle down, that are not ready to have a family at that time. And maybe these guys are telling them, yeah, 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 no, we will, we will, we will. You know, they're just talking the talk, but not walking the walk. All right. You have to look at somebody's actions if they're progressing and seeing, you know, really where their head is at. You got to get into somebody's head, you guys. You got to, you know, you got to really look at their actions. You got to listen to what comes out of their mouth and it will tell you exactly, you know, are they still, let's say, in the stage of life where they still are laughing and want to party all the time. That is not somebody that may be on the same page as you that wants to settle down and you just have to accept it. You have to accept it. You can't just hang on and in, in, in hopes of, you know, this person all of a sudden changing their mind because you could be hanging on for the next five years and the person may never settle down. There's there's plenty of people later on that are still single because they never settled down. They never wanted to settle down. OK, it's not because they didn't find the right people. In a lot of cases, they came across the right people, but they did not want to give up their freedom. They valued their freedom over being in a relationship. I know guys that are 50s and up that never got married, okay? On the dating apps, on the dating apps alone, you got to look at how many guys there are on there that have never been married that are older, okay? 
So, you know, don't think, you know, just because somebody is 30 years old or whatever, and, you know, by 35, all of a sudden he's going to change. It doesn't always happen that way. I knew somebody that I dated, you know, years ago. This guy was a big time player. All right. He reached out to me on on Facebook. All right. How many years later? And guess what? Never married nothing. He's still playing around in Miami. Okay. So just to give you an example, you know, you think that eventually sometimes these people, they settle down, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. That's why you got to see where somebody's head's at. That's why you got to see, are you on the same page? Do they want the same things? Are they talking about children? Okay. Somebody that wants to settle down with you and wants to be in a long-term relationship. A lot of times when people settle down, you guys, it's usually like when they're ready to have a family, that's when they feel ready to settle down. Or it could be later on in life and they feel like they've done all their share of partying and, you know, they want a companion because they feel they're getting older. They don't want to be out in that dating world anymore. So, you know, you got to look at who you're dealing with and and see where their head is at and see if they're still, you know, are they grown up? Do they want the same things? And like I said, it doesn't matter what comes out of their mouth. Okay. Doesn't matter what comes out of their mouth. Look at what they're doing with their life. Look at how they're living. How somebody's living tells you a lot about them. Okay. I knew somebody, this guy was 49 years old, you know, um, he was divorced and he was still on Tinder. Okay. So he wasn't looking to settle down at all. Okay. So you have to really look at the person and look at how they're living. This is somebody who was an attention whore, who was into himself, who was talking about, you know, oh, he wants to, you know, get his sexy going on, going back to the gym and everything like that. And that's not somebody that's looking to settle down. Okay, if somebody's talking like that, ding, ding, that is somebody that is not looking to settle down if they're looking to get their sexy back. They're looking to get their sexy back because they're they're looking to attract. Okay, they're into the chase. They're into the game. All right. Somebody, you know, that is looking to be in a healthy relationship, they have a different kind of outlook on things. They're looking at other things in life. They're looking at growing with somebody. They're, they're looking at the long term of maybe, you know, building with somebody, buying a house with somebody, starting a business with somebody and work together as a team. This is what I'm talking about. You have some people that, you know, will, will never want to have that, you know, relationship where they have to compromise and be in a committed relationship. They just want to be a bachelor or a bachelorette the rest of their lives. So look at how that person is living. If they're very, you know, if they're sitting there and they're walking across and staring at themselves in the mirror every two minutes, that's a red flag. Ding, 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 ding. I love myself. I love myself. People that love themselves are very hard to be in relationships. I, I need to bring this up, you guys. People that are selfish or that they love themselves, they're always concerned, you know, uh, how they look and every little thing, like, you know, they're very anal about everything. 
you know, there's nothing wrong with looking good, but then when you take it to that extreme that they're obsessed about it, they're obsessed with that because they're obsessed with getting attention. They're obsessed with people giving them admiration. You get involved with somebody like that, forget it, all right? Forget it, forget it, all right? That You're not going to go anywhere with somebody who loves themselves, Now, one other thing I need to bring up is this. Sometimes people get into relationships and you get involved with somebody that really doesn't know the meaning of what it takes to be in a relationship and they're with you and they get bored in the relationship. There's going to be times where you could get bored in a relationship because you're doing the same things and if you're living with the person and you're married and you're doing the same things day after day, it could get a little bit mundane after a while, all right? And this is where sometimes if you're involved with somebody and relationship won't last because that person may stray. That's when a lot of times people think the grass is greener. So what they do is... They may test the waters. They may be talking to other people on social media. We get this all the time in the group. We get, you know, women contacting about how their their guy or their husband is, you know, they caught them cheating on social media, talking to other women and everything like that, okay? And a lot of times these guys know that the women they're with are not going anywhere because what they do is they gaslight that woman and say, oh, she's nothing. She's just a friend. She's just a friend. And then later on, they find out it's more than just a friendship kind of thing going on. All right. So what happens is that person that is going beyond, you're letting that person go beyond your boundaries and you're still there. Okay. Let's say it's a, you're dealing, you're in a relationship and your partner is crossing your boundaries on social media by inboxing other people, all right? And, you know, you've given them the warning and you keep catching them, but you're still there. There is no threat of you leaving. This person is constantly breaking your boundaries. If, if, if you let them break your boundaries, they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it and it can progress into something that it, that there is no return. In other words, what could happen is if you don't check that in the beginning, what, that person will think it's okay to cheat on you. They'll take it from one stage to a next where they're first they're just inboxing people and talking to them. The next stage, they're, they're out there meeting somebody and cheating on you, okay? And then that's because you did you let that person break your boundary, okay? And now that person has gone outside the relationship. This is how some relationships don't last. They've gone outside the relationship. Then the two of you guys break up. And then what's the next thing you find out? Now you're in divorce court. And now that person that cheated finds out, you know, it's not always, the grass is not always greener on the outside, okay? Now you're divorced and that person's now paying child support or going to court and dealing with all, you know, all the the crap that you got to deal with when you're going through a divorce. So this is what I'm talking about. You know, what makes for a lasting relationship? What makes for a lasting relationship is having those boundaries in place. 
You got to have boundaries in place and your partner's got to respect those boundaries. So what I'm trying to show you guys is there's a difference in people and you need to recognize the different people that you meet in your life. You need to recognize, is this somebody that is that can be in a healthy relationship, that can make a relationship work, that knows what it is to sacrifice, that isn't selfish, that isn't all about me, 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 okay? Now, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. I, I just need to make this clear. There's nothing wrong with loving yourself, but you know, you have to work at a relationship too. You have to put the relationship as one. You can't be just, you know, your own person and and not be giving into a relationship. Yes, you, you should have your self-worth and the person that you're with should have self-worth, but you also have, you need to come together as one and, and build together into a relationship. You can't have somebody that you think you're in a relationship that is off on their own and just thinking about themselves. That's what I mean. And you you need to be able to distinguish when you meet people, the difference, the difference of that person, what their character is. If they are somebody that is a giving person, you will have a better chance of trying to build that relationship than if you are with somebody who's very selfish or somebody who values their freedom over sacrificing to be in a relationship because their outlook is that they may have a negative outlook on relationships. There's a lot of people out there, you guys, that have negative outlooks on relationships because they've been burnt in the past. Like we had... um we had somebody in our group that, that said something to the effect of, this is to the married people. Uh, is it worth it really getting married? Is it worth getting married? And I said, you know what? It's worth getting married if you marry the right person. There are people out there that are in happy mar- marriages. Do they have their bumps in the road? Of course they have their bumps in the road. It's human nature. It's human nature to have disagreements here or there, but it's the level of disagreements that you have and whether you're able to work through them and have those common goals and want the same things that make the difference as to whether a relationship will last or whether it won't last. That's what you got to understand. So when you go out and you're looking for somebody and you're wondering, okay, um, could I have uh, make this relationship last with this person? Look at that person and see what their outlook is on relationships. I'm telling you, it makes a big difference. You need, that should be one of the questions you need to, you know, kind of ask them in a very indirect kind of way to see if you get a sincere answer on, you know, as to how they feel about relationships. Or you could tell when they, when you bring up other people's relationships, what's their outlook on it? That'll tell you where their head is at, how they view relationships. Do they look at relationships as, you know, going down hell's door or do they look at it as it could be a great thing if you're with the right person? 
You see what I'm trying to say? That will let you know if you can work with that person or if that person is on the same page as you. Very, very important, you guys, when you're trying to figure out if you get involved with somebody, if that relationship will last. You got to see how they view relationships. If you're dealing with somebody who is broken or hurt and still carrying that pain, still carrying that pain and can't let go, they they haven't healed and they can't let go, their hurt is, is going to come into your relationship. They may be looking at their past relationships and, and having a negative outlook on your relationship with them. So you want to make sure that that person is ready. They're ready to be in a relationship, a healthy relationship. That That's another problem too, why relationships don't last. They get involved with somebody who's not ready. Somebody who maybe just broke up. Okay, if you get involved with somebody, make sure they're broken up at least six months to give them some time to heal. Make sure that they don't have ties with their ex. They're not still, you know, bringing up their ex and they're hurt about their ex or something. That's somebody who's not ready to be in a relationship. They still got loose ties there. All right. Those are red flags, red flags as to whether you should be giving that person the time and energy all right, you should wait till that person is ready to be in a relationship if they ever are ready to be in a relationship because people break up for whatever reasons and then they get involved with you and then they end up going back to their exes because they weren't ready. So this is why I tell you that, you know, there's so many things you have to look at, you guys, when you get involved with somebody. I mean, you really have to look at them inside out, look at their family, everything and their background and their patterns and everything like that. If you want to, you know, invest in something that's worth something, you want to pick the right people. All right. It's not so much, you know, the relationship. It's if you pick the right person and you're willing to work with that person in that relationship. Do you have somebody you could work with? Do you have somebody that's willing to put in that effort? See what I'm trying to say? So I hope that helps you. If it did, please hit the subscribe button and share and have a great night. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power. And, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay, and have a great day.
Are you tired of dating and you're tired of the of the quarantine and the pandemic and you just have a lot of stress going on with what's going on in the world? People are worried today about money. They're worried about being quarantined and you just need to relax. So I want to tell you guys about something that's going to help you relax, okay? I want to tell you about Premium Jane, which is a U.S.-based company. They have a number of CBD products. They have oils, topicals, capsules, gummies, bath bombs. They even have CBD for pets, you guys. And all of it is natural. It's organically grown, Kentucky grown, all right? And it's wonderful because it helps you every day in your stress. It helps you with your sleep cycle. Um, if you're recovering from any kind of exercise, induced inflammation and more. So you need to check out Premium Jane's full range of CBD products. Visit them at premiumjane.com and be sure to use coupon code ADVICE to get 20% off your purchase, okay? You could check it out in the podcast description. It'll have the link with the coupon code, and it's great, you guys. I've used it. The gummies are really, really good. And matter of fact, I'm even going to give it to my son, who's autistic. The neurologist even told me it's great for relaxation. So when you don't want to do anything and take anything, you know, um, any kind of medical drugs, and you just need something to relax, you need to check out Premium Jane. I want to tell you guys about a great book that I highly recommend. It's a book called Are You the One for Me by Barbara DeAngelis. Barbara DeAngelis is a New York Times bestselling author. She's got a lot of books, you guys, on Amazon, and you can listen to it free through Audible's 30-day trial, 30-day free trial. It doesn't cost you anything. And in her book, she talks about, you know, if you're married and you're wondering if you could be happier, if you're single and wondering how to avoid another wrong partner, or you're wondering if the person you're with is the one for you, this book is so spot on. I got this book years ago. A friend recommended it to me because let's face it. When we're growing up, nobody tells us these things, right? So we learn through years of experience. And this book sums up so much and is so relevant to relationships and getting to know what somebody is about, how to avoid making the mistakes that we make, the six essential qualities to look for in a mate, how to spot fatal flaws in a partner, how to create that sexual chemistry you want. So go to... Audible, and you can look, you can go to my link, which is tinyurl.com slash askyaznow, okay? And you have 30 days to get a free audiobook. You can cancel anytime. And on top of that, you guys, there's other books on there too. There's other books that she's written, like What Women Want Men to Know, uh, the secrets about men every woman should know. So go to the link tinyurl.com backslash 
Ask Yaz now and get your free trial membership.